the Jedi Code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? Hello there. Welcome to Explosion Network's Obi-Wan After Show, where we'll be breaking down, discussing and reviewing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. My name's Dylan Blight, and joining me, Ashley Holbu. Hey Dylan, excited to be here. Hello there. Hello there. Uh, no synopsis again, because who cares? I stopped caring. Uh, it's Obi-Wan but- tries to find allies. Oh yeah, sure. Fucking what a dumb synopsis. I, I, I'm over it. Like between this, <laughs> the Marvel shows, I say we stop caring. We say we start making them. Bloody making them. You double down. No, uh, it's it's ridiculous. Um, mid-season finale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so we have to uh, wait a whole week between episodes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, cr- crazy, crazy. Um, so let's not beat around the bush. Uh. Overall thoughts on part two, and then let's get straight into the, the finale, I guess, because that's going to be the most or the last fifteen minutes. Because that, <laughs> I presume, the internet is mostly going to be talking about the the fact that we got to see Vader and Obi Wan clash lightsabers a lot earlier than I think people would have predicted. Yeah. So what what do you think of that? What do you think of the episode overall? Yeah, solid episode. I mean, sure, there's an exciting bit at the end, but uh, I think it. It was a good episode as it built overall, again, developing that Obi-Wan layer relationship. Um, again, yeah, kind of seeing the Inquisitor side as well. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I think an interesting episode overall. Uh, yeah. And then you get the ending, which I have a feeling doesn't live up to what people want. And I think that's kind of the point. Mm. Do you think people are going to be angry? I mean, we're we as yeah as you we're recording straight after watching. I don't know if I've um the uh, I haven't what seen the any reactions is. or anything, but like yeah, what's uh, what do you what do you reckon it's going to be? People pissy that Obi Wan gets his ass handed to him, or <laughs> I mean, why didn't you? I guess people are like why didn't you finish the job? Uh, you know, he had him. What you can't go through some. You can't put that fire out, Mister Super Dark F- Side of the Force. Couldn't put it out and finish the job. Yeah, I that was my number one. That last sort of sequence of events left me a bit. What? <laughs> like it's literally just a bit of fire. Darth Vader's like, oh shit. Um, there's you could kind of climb around it if you wanted to. There's those like sort of dirt piles on each side, and then that girl literally just I guess slides down the mountain, and the robot shows up out of nowhere, and they they just managed it. We're going to go into next here, week's episode. No one's seen them. Yeah, here's my take. Darth's kind of disappointed, I feel like. He didn't feel as good as he wanted it to because, you know, Obi-Wan didn't put up. It wasn't much of a fight. You know what I mean? I don't know. Does he want to fight? He just, it sounds like he just wants to torture him, right? Like he wants to... And he got, he got his fill, but maybe it just didn't feel right because, you know, he's fighting this husk of his former self. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel I mean, like, what... especially with from Obi-Wan's point of view, it's like he is... Hmm not interested in fighting he's he's almost having ptsd uh dealing like having hallucinations of obi-wan of course he was like breaking into cold sweats when he first found out that anakin was still alive um you know and just kind of scared you know more than he's ever been probably ever so um yeah that was sort of my favorite thing of the episode the 
as weird as it is to say that the PTSD stuff was my favorite stuff, but <laughs> um, yeah. I guess it was. Like that see that shot of him staring off and seeing pitching like young young Anakin, just sort of that one moment there, like down the cliffside or whatever. Um, him freaking out, and then the way he stared, like the way he like obviously senses in the force when Vader shows up, and the way it's just like you know major headache, and then he can't take his eyes off him and. Like he's just yeah he's in complete and utter shock. Like he he thought they lost. Like well he knows they're lost. Like that that's the thing from the first two episodes. He's very much adamant we've lost. Like he's just happy to just he's just trying to protect Luke, live his life. He knows he's lost, but I guess maybe deep down he was like, at least, at least, um, Anakin's gone. Or like maybe he he has a sense of like he didn't want to kill him, of course, but like he thinks he did, and I presume. He thinks it's for the better because that would mm. that's one less evil out there sort of thing, and now um yeah the sort of the most traumatic event and period of his life is back to haunt him and uh, everything like that. So yeah, I can't, it's totally understandable why why it would be um, causing this different degree of PTSD for him. Um, and I really enjoyed how that that um I mean when Vader first shows up, scary as fuck. I like the way um. Just force choking people. That that part. Where I mean, he's even like, just you know, Obi Wan like feel sensing him. Yeah, like, that part. That's what out, I mean. Like yeah. he was freaking out. Yeah, um, and then like Vader like force choking that person and just dragging just him along the ground behind him. Everybody up. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was like really like if you if you're the type of person who loved Vader's appearance in Rogue One, I think this sort of um, will appe- definitely appease those people who want badass sort of haunting. Darth Vader, because um, that's what you're you're getting here, um, which is really cool. This and all in all, there's a few things in this. Have a few shots. I'm like, oh, this is slightly above PG. There was also that stormtrooper that got cut in half earlier. Oh yeah, <laughs> something. That, 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 I'm like, is that the bloodiest thing we've ever seen in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, it's like Jeez, straight it's pretty violent. I mean, we yeah, couldn't get you couldn't get the the first dude in the first episode of the Mandalorian cut in half. No, couldn't see that. But we saw this stormtrooper get sliced by a laser. I love. It was clean. So I, it was very clean. I mean, that's what lasers do. There was no blood. That's what I mean. No. Like heated up so the catarized or whatever it is. That's how they always explain why there's no blood in Star Wars or most with yeah. most weapons. Most weapons don't leave blood because like most people are getting chopped in half with laser swords or laser guns and yeah. Um, that fight, if you want to call it that, I thought I actually quite enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't like the ending just because, again, I feel like that whole fire sequence was just a bit dumb and um, it's literally like, go around it. You've, oh, I don't know, you're Darth Vader, just fucking, I don't know, force, you can't force, carry we, some sand and drop, remember, drop it on it. We all you know remember I mean? episode like, three, you guys jump like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I just jump over, like, yeah, there was, there's a million, there's a million things you could come up with as to how they could get out of that. So that, other than that, I, I, I was, quite enjoyed For a second, I'm like, is he like scared of fire? Is that a thing? No. Vader... I don't believe so. Does he have trauma from the lav- lava? No, because that's why because he Because, I mean, he put, he, it, yeah, he sets, put him in it. He sets, so, up, I mean. he sets up his house literally where he was, yeah, like, so. burnt alive. Like, he has no... He's, he's not scared he, of life. He's not, fe- he's not fearful. He doesn't have fear. Um, I, yeah, so I enjoyed most of it up uh, up until there because I, I actually thought Obi-Wan getting his ass kicked. I really liked the performance, the, the look on Obi, uh, Earl McGregor's face, like, just, like, pure terrified, you know. Like, it really was like he was fighting for his life and not a moment in any of that did you feel like he stood a chance. Like, yeah, I, f- I feel like it's it's done so well that you're like, but you know, deep down, that's the thing. 
you know deep down the end of this series obi-wan survives vader survives like there's that whole thing coming into it where people kept arguing like what's, what's the point but like i feel like that sequence was done well enough that if you're engaged your your mind's still like oh shit he's gonna die and then you're like no he ain't gonna die <laughs> you know what i mean like there's a you sort of buy into it for a, for a second which i quite like yeah i guess it it's the interesting thing is going to be how are we going to end this series with darth vader not still chasing everyone yeah, that's what I've, I've said before. I think it has to be that Vader actually thinks he's killed him or someone's killed him or, or something. Or he just he's, he realizes mm. it's not worth it or he's not with his. I he's mean, better be off different... alive living with his. No, you know, with, I, don't, I, I, don't know. I just don't think he would. I don't feel like that's that's like, I don't know. I feel like. You know, no, no, no. Put the seeds in there for the eventual Luke saving him. Yeah. Talking about brothers, though. The. <laughs> Obi-Wan's like, I got a brother. I'm like, oh, what are you going to another spin-off? 2B1 to an Obi? <laughs> like, what's the... <laughs> I feel like that was a thing, like in the old canon, maybe. Remember. I don't know. <laughs> Just like chucking that out there. Um, other things outside the Vader that I really liked was the, like, sort of one of the best scenes, or maybe the best scene I felt, was the interaction between Obi-Wan and Leia when she asked if he's... Uh, if he's her father um and like asking heartbreaking yeah uh, and saying that you you know my mother don't you because you know we we're saying last week that it's very obvious that they're that setting up layers is using her like the force to sense people's mm. if they're telling the truth or bullshit or like wh- what have you like she's subconsciously doing it she's not doing it on purpose and she she sees straight through obi-wan's bullshit there and like knows that when he's looking at her he's like thinking of her actual mother even though he's talking about this fake scenario where's the mother and then yeah. her asking if he um he, he's her real father um yeah I, I thought that was a really good scene between those those two yeah it was really sweet you know it's sad yeah. uh, but it's interesting that because another point is brought up in later in the episode about uh them hunting false sensitive children now and them disappearing yeah and like Leia is clearly showcasing false She's force sensitive. Yeah, uh, but they never they never figure that out or anything. And but is that something thought, that they he she has to learn to suppress going forward? I don't know. I doubt I it. Okay. I just I don't think she ever like she what she's doing is never like it's not crazy. It's, it's not moving. It's not shit. loud enough that anyone would notice mm. that she's tapping into the force, or even maybe she loud enough that even she would realize she's tapping into the force. Uh, the hunting of the force sensitive children, though, is something they covered in. The Clone Wars, where Palpatine's actually doing it, um, like ahead of ahead of this, he's already sort of gathering force sensitive children, and they um, don't really know why or who, when, where, what their purpose is. Mm. So, um, the oh, I was gonna say, and then in the Inquisitor's side, I guess because you got like sort of three angles for the episode. Um, the Inquisitor side, I quite enjoyed what we got there. The continuing. We're just gonna skip over the big Inquisitor thing. Grand Inquisitor's we'll dead. Yeah, so they say. It we'll seems. See. <laughs> we'll see. Vader's very much like, I don't give two like, shits about him. You think he's going to come back and <laughs> rip your friends back? or? Yeah, I, I'm cannon. assuming he's coming back. because uh, Solely because I think killing him, like, it's, to me, and I'm not, I, I'm just not going to even think about it until the series is over, because at mm. that point I, I can get mad or, like, question why the point of doing it is. But I just don't understand why you would... You take a bunch of characters from a TV show, like these Inquisitors and stuff, 
you and you take other characters like Ahsoka and you, you're making them start of your big live action thing and then you choose to just retcon a big character moment. and not only that kill a big character but it also then kills like a big moment for Kanan when he actually kills the Grand Inquisitor mm. in the show so it's like it's a whole bunch of like there's no reason to do that and you're shitting on the show that gave you these characters in the first place for no reason but that's why i just don't think it's, it's i don't think simple. that's a thing it's a clone yeah. yeah i just if it's a clone whatever i don't care yep <laughs> as long as he's back by the end of the show so rebels can still be, be fine and yep. that's all like that's all i care about but yes um yeah I, I i'm enjoying uh reaver's continued sort of the, the the funny thing with her is is in reality she actually seems the most sith like the more you sort of see of her like just her straight up uh what do you call it? thirst for power i guess and like ruthlessness and not caring for the rules it's like the, the third the, sister the, right yeah the third sister sorry. yeah Re- reaver uh, reaver right that's her name right i don't know yeah i think i think it's reaver it's reaver something the third sister yes um so yeah I, I i quite enjoyed that from her but she's like everyone else is like no follow the rules all this sort of stuff which is how most acquisitors are in any other property and and thing like that but yeah she's very much like she's seeking out this yeah. power she wants to be the grand inquisitor she's i don't know she's just very very power hungry which seems a lot more in line with sith than um a lot mm-hmm. of other inquisitors which is good um and then i can't not touch on this because this has been this whole week but the fact <laughs> the fact that the official star wars twitter account has to post a video of yeah. Ill mcgregor saying that racism and like hating on actors in general and all this sort of stuff isn't uh something that that should be accepted and uh if you do if you do that you're not a true styles fan and all this the fact that like these things have to be made and posted like just it's pretty depressing it is yeah look i think you know what is equally as depressing uh people are like i didn't like her and being thinking that them saying that is the same as them saying it's racist being racist it's that they're too you can not like her performance you not like the show but this in this instance there's specifically people direct messaging her racist or abusive stuff yeah and then people but then people who don't even say racist stuff will stick up for those people and say they're not racist i'm like well you're just too you're you're secretly probably like I, I assume slightly racist or something down there. You're just not even outwardly like them because there's no way anyone sticking up for those like messages she was getting on Instagram and stuff um, is ridiculous. But like, in a, I'm glad that Star Wars is sticking up for her publicly because they really Finally. just let, yeah, the, in the past of like uh, let let actors like um, Kelly just get thrown to the thrown to the to wolves, wolves yeah. and just um, to the even even. Um, even Daisy. Daisy Ridley had yeah. to like delete her Instagram stuff. Like, so there's a, there's a thing in the past where Star Wars as a company or Disney Star Wars, whatever, as a, as a front facing company has like refused to stand up for this shit. Like even Ryan, if you want to go to Ryan Johnson and everything, but at least for their actors, like mm. especially Kelly, who got caught the most mouthship, I think um, outside of Ryan on the last Jedi, like they refuse to say anything. So it's good that they're at least doing something, but the fact that this shit continues to happen, like, as someone who really like I would like says I would say I'm a Star Wars fan, but mm-hmm. I would I can 100 percent say Star Wars is like 
at least in the year 2022 and has been for the last couple of years since the release of the last jedi star wars is probably one of the most toxic fandoms i think on the internet like these days probably straight up straight up it is consistently one of the worst cesspools of i mean fucking fuck boys and everything online to 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 wade through not to say there aren't of course great like fandom sides and you yeah. know people like lots doing um, stuff, there are lots of like great areas and you know like listening to this if you're listening to us like we're, yeah. <laughs> we're fine but, yeah if you're listening like, <laughs> to this clearly you must have must be good and uh, <laughs> yeah. if you got this far <laughs> you must yeah but there there are there are giant groups like um the fuck's that main one called uh the phantom whatever anyway those those fuckers like there's just like there's in, the phantom there's, menace yeah the phantom menace yeah um, there's like just yeah, Star Wars is literally just probably a, one of the most toxic fans. Yeah, it's, it's just an overinflated sense of ownership. You know what I mean? Yeah, to a franchise they, they, they but I don't know. I feel, I feel like I have to get this out this episode because it'll keep happening. Yeah, <laughs> I'll talk about it every episode. But the the fact that these people continue to watch this shit and continue to complain every time new something new comes out. And the continue to say they hate it and all this sort of stuff, and then it's like, well, just stop watching it. Like, like there's a there's a, there's a difference between me like criticizing like that one scene in this episode or saying like we didn't like the book of Boba Fett and all that sort of stuff. Like, hmm. there's you, I really don't think they understand what criticism are is because like criticism isn't DMing people consistently telling them that they ruined a franchise or saying racist remarks and trying to driving people off social media and like like i don't know if they understand the difference between criticism and just straight up like making hate a lifestyle choice which is what a lot of these people do they make hate yeah. a lifestyle choice it's ridiculous absolutely so yeah i was thinking about it today it's like all these people complaining that they're being super woke that all the star wars stuff being super diverse but, you know, that's so commonplace now. If everything's woke, it's just the new normal, you know? It's not really... Woke is becoming kind of obsolete because it's just But I don't adopted. even get, like... So their major complaints for her is that acting's terrible, which I just straight up disagree with. I've, I don't see how you could say... Watch those first two episodes and say her acting was terrible at any stage. Um, she's also, like, a well... Like, as far as, like, if you want receipt, she's a well-trained theater actress and emmy not yeah like nominated actress like so like all of that is just whatever like if you if you don't like her performance that's fine, fine. it's personal it's fine. taste but like yeah they, there's a degree of personal taste but to, but there is also a side of like to say she, she literally cannot act as like it's or shouldn't be acting i'm like there is a degree of like being like i thought she was bad in this but then like saying that she's terrible like shouldn't be an actress like what she's literally award nominated <laughs> like yeah. you can not like the performance but at the end of the day like saying that she's like the one of the worst actors anyway i think her performance in the first two episodes is fine the, the it's other mind-blowing but the other amusing one that i saw was the people were complaining that her character was underdeveloped it's two episodes in yeah. two episodes in yeah she's had like 15 minutes of screen time yeah i think there was that tweet going around too where it was like someone complaining like how did how did she know who anakin was and then someone's like quite retweeting it like I don't know, dude. Watch the fucking show. Like, <laughs> like these motherfuckers. See, this that's what this the, the problem. problem with this uh, weekly model is. You know, if, it, yeah, if, if it's just, all out there, then you could you would know, and you wouldn't be able to complain about that. It's fucking ridiculous. It drives me up the wall. <laughs> um, and then what was the other thing? Um, oh, fuck, what was it? I don't know. Oh, that was yeah. They were saying like her character is like they're like 
her character, the acting's terrible and the character's terrible and all that stuff. I'm like, what? I, this is one of those things, like, I just don't get it. Like, the, if you told me this a week ago watching that episode that this character would have been controversial, I would have been like, why? Like, she calls and too then they're, much. They're, they're calling this character like woke and stuff. I'm like, why? Because that's the part where I'm like, no, you're racist if you're saying that. Because if you're saying that this character is woke, the only reason you're saying that is because she's not white. Yeah. Like, there is nothing woke about this character other than the fact that she's played by a black woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's no wokeness. There's nothing. She's no. a bad guy. <laughs> like, what's the. She's not out here fucking waving the feminist flag or like voting for, you yeah. know, high wages or taxing the rich. She's literally trying to kill everyone. Like, what's the woke part? <laughs> It's just fucking yeah, I don't know, dumb motherfuckers. So, uh, to a degree, I'm like, just, just don't make things anymore. Like, let's just let's just stop making things that people like, so everyone just learns what's <laughs> like. Fucking ridiculous, trust me. Well, and, that, and but that's not to say like that people are like, oh, I can't criticize the show. I'm like, we can. We're, we're making fun of that layer running scene. Like, it's one of the funniest, stupidest scenes in the the show. Whatever you can make fun of that if you want. I'm disappointed there wasn't all other running scene in this. I mean, <laughs> should be just a running gag through. Yeah, it's like. Anyway. I will say some of the the cinematography towards the during Obi Wan's like chase running away from Darth Vader. It was very shaky, like over the top shaky. Like they could have toned it down a little bit. They could have put it on a little bit of a steady cam. Yeah, I also thought his running away was just like he would literally like dart off screen and then you'd show him running for an extra like one second when it's it like, cuts the next shot. Went and then he, would, he, would, he would stop like, whew, I made it. And then like, dude, you literally just like he's probably right behind you. Like, you don't watch the horror movie? <laughs> no <laughs> like, horror movies. Did. Horror is not a genre in Star Wars. This horror is not a genre in Star Wars. Apparently not. Galaxy far, far away. It doesn't give any fucks about running. So yeah, that's a bit weird. Um, I did really like the way like the lightsabers I don't know on your shitty TV, but at least on mine, my beautiful OLED, um, that those bright colored lightsabers against the the black screen, like the blackness of the setting and everything like that, mm. shone up like a like just very yeah. bright and it was very pretty bright. to look at. So yeah, quite enjoyed that. Um, that was good. Um, don't know what that I can't remember what that alien's name is, but I want to give shout outs to him, even though he's a fucking rat. Um, what, I enjoyed his yeah, whatever his name was, grief. Yeah. Rat, but Did I quite enjoyed who, his, his time. See who voiced him? No, it sounded like Seth Rogen, though. Zach Braff. There you go, Zach Braff. That I thought. Yep. Very good. <laughs> um, yeah, any other bits we missed to discuss? Uh, so we had Tala, played by Indria Varma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Dara. She's she cool. Very, she was you great. Know? She was very good. Should have stayed with Leia, though. You know? Should have stayed with Leia. Obi-Wan no, specifically died. asked you to. <laughs> Yeah, to be sure, Obi Wan would have died, but no, 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 no. Uh, uh, Taylor would, Taylor, whatever name is, she would have died because she would have. Here's a question: How did Third Sister get to the end of the tunnel before Leia, without Uh Leia noticing? Fuck the fun. There's lots of things in that last five minutes that I'm like, I don't know how any of that works, but (laughs) whatever. There's a little bit of logic jumps there. Yeah, that last five minutes is full of logic jumps. (laughs) Okay, lots of it. So here's my question. Uh, so they're in that uh, safe house, and everyone is looking at all the. Yeah, I was going to bring names, this up as my last names on the wall. Quinlan. He Voss. mentions Quinlan. Who is yep. Quinlan? Quinlan Voss is a character that can be seen for about one second in the background of the Phantom Menace, um, and he actually got a toy off that I think. However, he's in several episodes of the Clone Wars, and then he's in probably one of the my favorite 
post Clone Wars cancelled books, which I can't remember the fucking name of. Anyway, it's him and um, fuck, what is it? I think it's called the Dark Disciple. Hold on, I'll go double check this one. But the Dark Disciple is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. That's that what is it. come up. Yeah, yeah. So this was this was like uh, they cancelled. Uh, really great book. It sort of made me go from, like, I enjoy his character. He's, like, sort of a, he's a Jedi in Clone Wars, but he's also, like, a bat, like a naughty boy Jedi, if, if you know what I mean. Like, he's he's always sort of pushing against the grind of the Jedi Order. He's always sort of willing to twist and break the rules, definitely, you know, more so than Obi-Wan or or anything like that. But not in, like, an Anakin, I'm turning to the dark side way, just more of a, a fun way sort of sort of thing so he's a, he's quite a uh, interesting character he definitely like sort of had a a niche fan base and stuff but this book which was supposed to be a uh animated story when they canceled it and then they turned some of the stories into like comic books and stuff but they turned this arc into a book called dark disciples written by christy golden i would suggest reading it if uh if anyone likes quinlan voss in the clone wars and you haven't already um it's the other main character in it is a sarge ventress it's canon so yeah and it is canon by the way yeah it it is is still considered canon um another main character is a sarge ventress who is um of course in clone wars is uh uh, count dooku's apprentice um and it's a romance the two of them uh get a little bit get a little bit hot and heavy you know what i mean uh they have previously hinted that Quinlan Voss survived. I can't remember if it was in the Star Wars comic or the Darth Vader comic. One of the like the canon ones. At some stage, Darth Vader's like shown a list of Jedi that survived, and like on that list is the name Quinlan Voss. So um that's yeah, not the first time I've mentioned him being alive. Will he show up? Highly doubt it. It's just like sort of a throwaway cool line. But yeah, for the hardcore Quinlan Voss fans though, out is there, what you're saying. He, he could definitely show up somewhere. And I wouldn't be against it because he's sort of a, 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 a niche enough character that doesn't feel like you know, major Easter egg fan service thing. You can definitely do something with someone like him. Um, but he's a fun character. Yeah, if you want to learn more about him, I'd definitely look him up. He's not like another boring Jedi. He's, he's a little bit more fun. Okay. He has a cool arc in the Clone Wars where he teams up with Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, I can't remember who they take down. They take down like a hut or like a bounty hunter. I don't know, someone like that. But that's a fun little arc they did together. Mm. So. Yes, but I was going to mention that. That was like the one little Easter egg. Uh, thing on the, the website. I, I assume someone will pause that. So the the writing on the wall is in Orbrish, but someone will translate it. I presume. Wow. After we've recorded it. What? That's a <laughs> Star Wars language. language. How's that okay. nerdle it? Like I know what the language is. I, I can't translate it. I don't know the language. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, the third sister going into that room and then like looking at the the logo. Like mm. she have taught she clearly more highly like clearly more implying that she's like got a history. She knows with some the shit. Jedi. Yeah, she knows some shit. That kind of stuff. I was thinking about by the way, my new theory is that she wasn't one of the, the she wasn't actually one of the Padawans, because in retrospect, yeah, if you if you think so uh the fourth brother or whatever says that he like no or the inquisitor whoever it was grand inquisitor says like she came to them or whatever so now i'm thinking here's what i'm thinking it was her sister there we go. What, her, her sister, sister was the pat was the padawan at the start of the first episode who gets killed mm, it's possible i mean she could, still could be one like and she had been living oh, on she the streets be. she was sick she of hiding decided yeah. if you can't beat him join him yeah all right, 
one last thing. I was yep. very disappointed that uh, Ned B, the loader bot, didn't get to use that hammer. I wanted to see him use that hammer. No, I've seen enough like hammer fight scenes on the Mandalorian with the armor. I'm good. Not with bots. <laughs> no, not with bots. I want to see it okay. smash it. <laughs> Smash yeah. someone's head open with the hammer. There's still time. Yeah. Could be in the next episode. Okay. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Please subscribe to Holocron entries for our all our other Star Wars shows, including The Mandalorians, The Very Bad Batch, whatever our Andor show is called, and much more Star Wars content. Follow all of our Twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter and join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord to talk Star Wars and anything else you'd like. If you like this episode and you'd like to tell us, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as little as a dollar or set up a monthly recurring payment to support the website and all our other shows. Until next week, please be civilized.